Down here in front of us, the Westmead supporters are coming over the park. It's over for the very first time. Westmead are Leinster senior football champions. They have made history. Tony O'Shea has led them to the promised land, and this is an unbelievable night. Because we're gonna be legends. Home and Ted Senior here. We are Westmead football show. This week we're going to have a comprehensive football preview show for the county final. And first up, I'm going to hear the thoughts of former Westmead goalkeeper Gary Connachton. He's likely to be joined by former Westmead goalkeeper Gary Connachton, who's going to join us to preview the Westmead county final. Now, Gary, thanks very much for, for coming down. Thanks, Connor. Thanks for having me. No, yeah, um, all set this week. Big week for Westmead football now with a county final on next Sunday. So it's going to be two good teams in it. And, um, Great game for neutrals to go to, so hopefully it's going to be a good game. Yeah, because there's some. I think someone made a point two years ago. You might need as a goalkeeper that you need kind of forwards to win these kind of big games. Like Lomans have John Heston running two in these fellas, and Gary Castlewell. This Alex Gardner's flying this year, and Michael Monaghan's playing very good, and Desi Dolan as well, Jason Nugent. So, like even Desi is still flying. Would you agree with that? Ah, uh, yeah. Like the two yeah. teams in the final are on my right there. They're probably the two best teams in, in Westmead at the moment there, and. Um, Certainly, you know, they're sprinkled with, with quality players all around the pitch there. Like, you know, Lomans, or as you said, John Heston there, he's one of the marquee footballers in Westmead. And he's been he's been a huge success for, success for Lomans there for the last um, five or six years. And then Ronan O'Toole there has come out of sight there this year with, with the county there. He's been um, a huge, huge um, new player for the county. And he was, his um, black card against Clare was unfortunate, like, but... Um, he he's he's still something to offer there, and um, then you have Gary Castle who have Alex Gardner, Michael Monaghan, um, Jason Eugene though has been very good this year. He's only a young player, but he he's been he's been a revelation for Gary Castle this year. And then obviously Desi, as one of the best players that Westmead has ever had, like you know. So you know you have you have some top players there, and then both teams then have two great attacking backs like with Lomans with David Wheelander who's able to get up and down the pitch and get a score no. Pro- at all, and then with Gary Castle, then you have James Dolan, then who's arguably one of the the best halfbacks in the county for years, and he he's certainly capable of getting scores for them on the day as well. Yeah, because two-year-old former teammates are managing Gary Castle and, and Gary Dolan and John Keenan, Luke Dempsey. You were on the panel with Luke, weren't you, for Westmead for a bit? So you're well familiar with both sets of management. Yeah, Luke was um, he brought me into the senior panel um, when I when I f- first came on the Westmead panel, and he's a hugely experienced successful manager over the years and um, he's he was talked that he was going to go after losing to Mullingar last year and uh, he, he ends up um, he ends up um, st- he ends up staying on staying on determined to win back and uh, hopefully he um, and, and for him you know he, he just wanted to win win the championship for Lomans again and my two former teammates Gary and John Kane you know they're hugely, huge, putting a huge effort into Gary Castle over the last two years, and they're after having great success now getting to the county final. But I know the two lads very well now. Getting to a final is it's not what they want. They want to win us. They want to win the county championship and progress in Leinster. Now that's what their aim. Because like John Kane was over the county only ones there a couple of years ago, and I was in the backroom team, and he is so determined as a, as a, to make his mark as a manager, like what he did as a player. So and Gary Dolan, he's um, he's steeped in tradition with Gary Castle and he knows the club inside out and he's obviously he's a brother of Desi so he, you know he, he really he, he'd be so determined to win as well so and how, how did, would you say the players would be preparing for a game like this during the week like you know Gary how did you even find yourself when you were playing in these kind of big games how would you prefer 
Well, I was unfortunate enough that I was never preparing for a county senior <laughs> final, but uh, Leinster senior final. I prepared yeah. for I prepared I prepared for county intermediate finals, all right. But um, no, the players will just go, go about their business on a daily basis there and go to work or college or wherever they're in, and um, get on with their normal lives and probably meet up and do be just light training sessions and meetings now and that's it, and just looking after themselves and drinking plenty of water and eating rice, you know, for the big game. Would you feel, Gary, that there's nearly too much hype maybe on the demands of players before games and all this preparation? Or like, would you would you agree with that sentiment, or is it is there a lot of pressure on players? Um, I think I think it's it depends on the managers, you know, the managers of each team. Like, you know, that it depends what you know. Some of them can be, you know, let them let the players control things and let the players do themselves. Like, you know, I know Gary Castle didn't go back training really from March this year. No, you know, it wasn't. You know, some clubs just go back in January and go slogging out hard at for, and then come championship, then they're nearly burnt out. So Gary Castle went his, went about a different way this way, back training back in March and seemed to be fresher and more, you know, they're they're more fresher now for this time of year now. And same with Lomas, like they would have been in, they would have been plenty of county finals before. So and they they know what, what it takes to, to win a championship. Yeah, you were acquainted from a club who you never really got to play in a senior championship final. So would that be something, Gary, that you always kind of regret that you never really made a huge market club level? I uh, would have loved to, would have loved to have got to county senior final with uh, my club with Tor Clare, but um, unfortunately we didn't. We, the club won the senior championship the only time in 1985, and we were senior. We won into I won. I was lucky to win two intermediate championships in in 2002 and 2009, but. Uh, we got to two quarter finals, but we just as a club we just didn't didn't build on. We lost a lot of players through uh, immigration and abroad, and you know there were some very good footballers in the club who just stopped playing. But that just happens, you know. Some clubs, you know, some clubs are successful and they keep their players. We were just weren't, you know. And unfortunately, we've lost a few players over the last few years, and we end up going junior, which is a huge disappointment. But look, at the players just going to have to get home with it and lick their wounds and. Give it a big go next year and try and win the junior championship next year. It's a huge disappointment, Gary, to score junior for club at Tupper Clare because even you played in intermediate final three years ago against Rosemont and you were very close to winning. So it's a big drop in the last two, three years. Yeah, it was like, but like you know, we lost that final to Rosemont by two points and it was a game we could have won. But uh, unfortunately, we had a lot of senior players in the team that were kind of coming to the end, coming to the end of their careers, and we had a couple of we had a couple of key players this year now who. Um, we we two we two players abroad and we one player had a cruciate ligament and they were all leaders of the team, and plus we had a few injuries and a few lads away and the holidays and you know it's just there was a whole element of different things that came into play and you know in fairness that we had a good management team with Owen Jordan, Fergal Wilson and Martin McCabe over the team and they their hands were tied like you know they put in a huge effort and you know but just is at the end of the day the players fell short and they just ended up junior and they just have to get on with it now. Because junior, it is a big drop though, but uh, has the end come for Gary Hunton in Tupperdale? Would you fancy a return to the kicking team? Oh, I, we've Kevin Fagan in the club there now and he's a sub-goalie there from Westmead for the last couple of years and I feel this, you know, he's going to, he, the more he grows, plays more football, the more football he plays, the more better he will be and he's a good long-term prospect for when Noan Carberry retires. And you, you've, you've been out of retirement a few times before, Gary, but it could be it could be a bridge to far this time, is it? Oh, jeez, I don't. I doubt he'll be playing football now again. No, no, yeah. I, I'm able to play five sides on right. Monday night, so I really want to play um, more club football. Anyway, no, I had my time and had had my career and had good days, and 
you know, I, I don't see myself playing, but look, as I said before, there's, I see Mickey Linden playing in his 50s and Declan Bonner playing in goals for his club team there. And so I'd say as a goalie, you could, you, you're never you're never retired anyway. So Actually, I think there was a goalie playing today, yesterday in Dublin that was 78 years old, so there could be, could be still plenty of sure miles. That's 30 years left. Yeah, yeah, easily 30, I'd say. But, like, uh, but um, just going back, how do you reflect, Gary, kind of on your career as a whole, as missing for Westmead and Trouble Clare and Westmead and more so? Like, how do you reflect on, on your career? I uh, look at them. Um, I was lucky to win win both team awards and individual awards with Westmead, and you know, like in, the, in today's modern game now, you know how Dublin how, how so far they are ahead. ahead. Like I was on a 2004 Lens winning team there now, and you know, looking at the draw there today, Westmead are after drawing Dublin for next year now, and the, the whole Leinster championship for the last. 10 years has just been a non-event like you know it's just a disaster that Dublin are so far ahead of everyone in Leinster and you know I was just lucky that I just came we just we played we won that Leinster before the Dublin became such a superpower one year before, one year before. it was yeah. practically yeah. one year probably before because yeah they won't, they won't start winning Leinster in 2005 but um, yeah look I was lucky to have good days and you know you always have good days and bad days in football but I was lucky to have you know there's not too many with me footballers and say they won an answer and won an answer, so I was lucky to win them, you know. Yeah, definitely, because even looking at that draw, Gary, like today, like Westmead are playing Dublin at home in the first round. Well, it's, it's they came out first. There's no guarantee that could be home. That could be a ton of more portage anywhere, like so. But, like, it's is it very hard for Westmead playing now over the winter months, like, to be look, to be trying to focus on that, like, you know? Well, I hope the game is, is played in Cusie Park. Like, Kildare put up a big stance there a couple of years ago to get their game in Newbridge against yeah. Mayo, and there was healthy safety issues and all sorts of things going on. But, like, at the end of the day, there was a home draw for Westmead, and the game should be in Mullingar. It's a big a huge boost to Mullingar and the businesses around Mullingar to see the dubs coming down I know the the, the dubs will outnumber Westmead fans on the day in, in Cusick Park but still it'd be a great game for young Westmead footballers playing against the other and champions in their own back garden but like that the GA could move it down to Port Leash or somewhere like that which would be you know yeah. which would be stupid but yeah. I, th- I feel now that you know as a game I hope the GA have it on stage it in Cusick Park for Westmead's sake Just going back to this weekend's final Gary the two, the two teams they came would you have played? Like, would you have played much against Lomas, or would they kind of been just before kind of your time before Lomas? Kind of that much of a super Yeah, well, well, my time playing senior Gary Castle were the, the yeah. were the dominant team in Westmead senior football at the time, and we remember playing Lomans a couple of times. All right, I think we actually we bet them one time down in Moat uh, back in two thousand three. I think we were after winning the intermediate the year before, and um, but that was before John Heston or or, or Paul. Paul Charrier or Shane Dempsey or any of them would have been playing so you know but Lomans they're after having huge success over the last few years like you know and it's big 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 thanks to that is Luke Dempsey and of course John Heslin and the rest of the players there like but um you know they're they're a great club and they've great facilities out there and they're huge they've a huge um underage structure going in place in their club like you know so like they deserve their success anyway, you know. Because yeah, Westmead seems to be one of the counties where the town teams kind of really do tend to dominate. You know, like I know Lowman, Shamrock, and Gary Castle have been responsible yeah. for most of the recent titles. So mm. it's probably maybe it's a good sign that football is doing well in Westmead. It's very hard for a rural club like yourselves or any rural club to kind of keep kind of up to that level, though, is it? With the, you know. Yeah, we look at it. It's going to be like you see the bigger counties now in the All Ireland County Series and uh, into County Series, and then. The clubs is the town teams are going to dominate there, like you know the Mullingar teams and the Athlone, Athlone and Gary Castle down South Westmead. But you never know. The Castle Daily came out of nowhere there a few years ago, and won a senior championship, and they're very they're a very rural club, like you know. And it's it's like you look at Mullingar, they're yeah. winning the Leinster Club Championship last year, small little parish, 
in North Longford and they were able to beat the might of Kilmacud, yeah. like you know. So it's every every dog is his day, like you know. Because there's a lot of talk even about the tier championship and all this kind of stuff now. When you you would have been playing, you mentioned winning intermediate titles with Tubert clearly. So would you be maybe in favour of intercounty having a few different tiers, or would you find that days like the Leinster Championship that, that that's what you kind of that that's that that's what you live for? Yeah, that's it's that's a tricky one. No, you know you see a lot of counties there now and they're training hard all winter and playing Division Three and Division Four, but come championship then they're not really going to. Do anything like, but then every year there's always a county that you know that can produce a shock and all that. And you know, if there was a tier two, like you know, you look at the hurling, the tier twos, and you know, the Joe McDonough and the Christie Ring, and you know, there's just not a whole lot of coverage for it, there's not a lot of people going to the games or anything like that, like you know, but. Whereas tier two in football, you know, it was, it was trial before it was, it was the Tommy time. Murphy Cup, yeah. and there wasn't a big crowd at, like you know. So it all depends on, on the counties and the players themselves, like you know. Just even going back when you were a goalkeeper, Gary, there was you were probably renowned for the longer kickouts and maybe being brave and making saves, and that was kind of your duty. But nowadays, goalkeeping have kind of the role has evolved so much. The goalies are nearly a, they're nearly a fifteenth outfield player. Do you know? Like, would yeah. you? What what do you thoughts on that? Would you prefer the old kind of way of how you kind of played? Oh, definitely. I'd be yeah. the old style. Yeah. I'd be the old school. Anyway, I came from where the kickouts had to go sixty or seventy yards, yeah. and you know, you stand in your line. You're not coming up, soloing up the field like Graham Brody or something yeah. like that. For you know, I was I was a goalkeeper, and I suppose like I was just brought up with 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 the old school methods. You now, but nowadays, like you know, the goalie is such a such a big influence in games now, and they're more scrutinised now and kickouts is a huge yeah. huge part of the game now and of course it's all down to Stephen Cluxon now and his the way he's developed the game into where the kickouts is you know, you have to win your you win your kickouts and you know, so it's you know, for me I've the club I remember the last few years I was playing with the club I was short kickouts was most you know well then again uh, my legs were gone at that stage so I had to do had to go yeah. short anyway so I had no choice. But um they're uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a big it's a big um it's, it's a big, big area of the yeah. game. It's a big area of the team now. You know, as the goalkeeper, and if you don't, if you don't have a good goalie, you know, you're not going to be successful. You know. Yeah, because Westmead maybe aren't successful really now as they used to when you're playing, but that's not even up for debate. But like, would, would what? How do you think Westmead football? Like, what position do you think it's in? Do you think it's in a good place at the moment, Gary? Or even with club standard yeah. I think Chuck Cooney's done a great job yeah. this year. Westmead, he got them. He won them. He got them out of Division Three, and you know. If they were a bit unlucky, it, they could have made the Super 8s if they hadn't lost their three main scoring forwards against Clear in the first half. Like, you know, and they could have beaten me in in the next round, you know, if they had all players available. But Ger Egan was the main player all year. And, you know, it's, it's so disappointing, you know, heartbreaking to see a lad who's given so much to the county and has been such a, you know, a honest, hard worker to do his cruciate now at this stage of his career. But I know he'll work hard and get back at it now, you know, but, you know, they need him, Westmead need Ger Egan because he's a great leader. But look at Westmead, it's, I think it's the problem with Westmead and not just Westmead but other counties is that Dublin are so dominant in Leinster that it's very hard to see any any other team in the province winning a, a provincial championship. And, yeah. You know, the, the only success they have is in the league, unfortunately. Like, you know, but if they could make the Super 8s, would be great for the county and give them some big games out, you know. But they need to bring on more younger players throughout the league next year to get them up to up to inter-county standard. And you mentioned how you were involved briefly with John Keane when he was under 21 manager in Westmead, but would you see yourself having a future in coaching, Gary? Um, I, I'm doing a lot of goalkeeping coaching there with various teams and coaching teams and all that. Like, but um, 
Managing side of things, I don't think so. No, I think it'd be more goalkeeping coaching. I'd be able to know. You know, I was never an outfield player. I never played outfield for the club much or anything like that. I was more. Yeah, I played a lot of underage soccer um, and as a goalkeeper, and I was always looking at that part of the game. So I don't see myself being a manager of a team or mm-hmm. anything like that. But definitely coaching, under or coaching, a goalkeeping coaching, definitely probably the only thing I'd see yeah. myself at, at the moment anyway. And that's the Gary before we let you go. Who do you think will win this weekend's senior football final? Um, I think if I was going to call it I'd call it a draw because I think there's not too much between the two teams both teams have exciting players up front you know I think which team holds the discipline the most on the day there can't be I think last year it kind of cost the Lomans a little bit on the day with the discipline so I think this year now I think they should have learned from that lesson uh, Gary Castle or they have some they have some Doran Hart, John John Gaffey, Mark McCallan, Gary McCallan, they've still they've a good lot of players that have been successful with Gary Castle. So I think it'll be a tight game, but um if it was calling that I'd call it a draw because I just I just can't pick, predict a, a winner for the, for the best game. Dara Fallon joined me to review the weekend's action and look ahead to the senior football final. Dara was a junior intermediate should we miss start with the junior final there was Ballon Carrie one sixteen, Castle and Fine Cool by Hall one ten. Is it good in for Ballon Carrie? was they've got over the line I think they've had disappointment for the last couple of years um, and you know they might have had a couple of shaky moments coming around half time there thinking back to last year's final especially um, I think just before and after half time was, was key for that game and they push on very well look they got there and, and that's all they really care about is, is getting the junior championship done and getting up to intermediate yeah because even like although it's only junior like, but like really was probably maybe that's not with any disrespect but like they've lost so many finals over there to intermediate and junior so like to win a championship is just amazing for Ballet, like you know just it's, yeah. it is it's look for any club yeah. and you're entering a championship at the start of the year your your only aim is to win that championship at the grade you're in and Ballon and Carrigan have done yeah. anything that was asked them this year they have um, they've had a great year and uh and a fine win today. Castum Fine will take plenty out of this year. I mean, you know, they there would have been a few people probably saying to them they, they you know that they might have been a bit weaker than say Paul's or whatever earlier this year. No, they've they've they got they battled their way to the final and they're fully deserved to be there. And um, just a little bit short on the day. And um, Ballancarrigue the better team. Because the first year Ballancarrigue went down, they were raging very to go back up like so. It might not have meant much in the first year, but after playing those three finals, not winning any of them, and seeing multi final go to the Ireland final, let's say that they definitely um, would be definitely celebrating that tonight as as junior champion. So, Ballon Carrigan, well done to them. And then the intermediate game, it was Collery and Midtown Pass. Collery 313, Midtown Pass 210. I personally couldn't believe Collier were relegated in 2017, but there's a good win for them today. Great win for Collery. Um, I've been kind of tipping them for the last couple of, of, of the podcasts. I, I think that they they'll be delighted with today. This is a, this is a great day for them down in in, uh, in Colorado, yeah, Mount yeah, Temple, yeah. and and um, they'll be delighted to get to get the win today. Get up into up into senior and, and have a crack at those yeah. those teams next year. I was just thinking like Midland Pass. Remember, Coyne was missing all years in big loss. So like, but like if you're looking at Midland Pass, they're not a bit probably no, it's kind of, they're after losing two points and six points both years. So it's a bit disappointing in Midland Pass, but like. I just think, to be honest with you, Derek, if you're looking at teams, I think Colliery would have made more of an impression at senior level than Midtown Pass might have had. So I think Colliery will definitely be. Here. I think they'll be a solid senior team there next year. I think they will. Yeah. I think they're. I think they're going to be tricky for teams. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a couple of teams that, you know, if you were going to have rankings that might be down the bottom of senior football championship, yeah. that Colliery would definitely fancy having a crack at. Yeah. You know, and um, so yeah, I think look, but for today, for for the day that's in it, obviously in the final. They'll be just delighted just to win today and just 
the celebrations will go on for a while around around Mount Temple yeah. and and and, uh, and more for I know that some yeah. heavily supporting yeah uh, <laughs> maybe don't say that too loud yeah yeah <laughs> they don't want to be here to be any no. making any accusations here yeah but uh, no but Cotter, it's a it's a good win for them but they're they're going to be back up as a, as a senior club so well done to the people of Cotter and of Ballinacar got a good weekend now let's move on to the the main the main event right next weekend is the it's the senior senior football final there it's going to be it's going to be cracker is it yeah i think it's it's um with no disrespect to any other teams in the county it's probably turned up to two of the teams that yeah. people wouldn't almost neutrals might have liked to see yeah. have a cut at each other Which neutrals is that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah maybe not neutrals in mullingar at all maybe but um but i think it's i think it's set up very well i think talking yeah. to a couple of the lowman's guys they're definitely not taking gary castle for granted but they all said that they're you know, they, yeah, yeah, yeah but i they're i not think they're going to say that you know I think that they genuinely. No, I'm not saying they are taking. No, the definitely no, not. Just yeah. people will always say. Oh, they will. Idea. They will. Yeah, but, hey, um, it's the fashion thing to say. They can talk of opposition, isn't it? It it is definitely. Yeah. But I do think that they have a genuine case where they're like, okay, they understand that Gary Castle have some strengths that could could go against Lomans. I mean, Gary Castle are a great team at holding on to the ball, yeah. and if Lomans don't get enough possession of the ball, that will, that will yeah, tell. No. But. You know, I, I mean, a bookie would just say straight out that it's 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 Lomans to lose. Yeah. But uh, people that would follow the both teams would definitely say it's going to be a little bit closer than that. I don't think there's much going, going to be much in this. But we were just having a chat there before we came on here and just saying how some teams don't roll over and knock out stage games, the big games. And we say Castle for Nate, Coolway Hall, example, and Clon Killen that hurt them. And I was just saying Gary Castle most definitely. Whenever there's a big knockout at stake, they don't they don't lie down. Now they might. They might not always win the games, but they always give it a go. They never ever roll over in a big game. They get in a do it right game. Yeah, they, yeah, I mean, you look back at the last probably the last 15, 20 years of that club. I mean, they've been they've been in an awful lot of big games in, within the county and outside it. And never the only time they really probably rolled over was the other final replay against Crossman then. And, look, and they punched the wonderful game. And, yeah. and that was the best club team in the yeah, country. Yeah, you know, yeah, one of the best so, ever. And, that, yeah. and that, that's probably. Not maybe fear in Gary Castle because they, to be fair to them, they did come in very close to beating them the first day. You know, and probably should have won that game. Yeah, so, like, so definitely. In fairness to Gary Castle, I think that they don't, they don't lie down whatsoever when it comes to a big game. No, yeah. no, they're going to have a right go at this. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tricky one to call. To be honest, I, I, I people are saying it's Lomans and said Lomans are certainly fierce, but I, I think Gary Castle certainly have a great chance of winning that game. Oh yeah, they do, yeah. and they'll, they'll, they, yeah. they won't be afraid of, yeah, of, of Lomans because they, yeah. they'll. They'll think they can take them in this, and you know they'd be right if they play to their full potential. They ha- they can win this game. Well, if you, if you were a neutral observer and you watched it, two semi-finals have never seen a match in Westmead ever before. Like you'd think that Gary Castle were definitely by far the best team. Like Lomans did not play well in the semi-final whatsoever, and Gary Castle they 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 they, they dismantled Shamrocks in the day. Yeah, and it wasn't a great day either. It wasn't a great weekend yeah. for for football that weekend. So. Gary Castle, they can grind it out. I mean, and it's going to be a test of, of Lomans big time to see, you know, will, will they get over the line in this? Um, you know, I personally, I would expect Lomans yeah. to win it, but if I'd be very surprised if Gary Castle didn't throw everything at them and give them a few shocks along the way. I put it to you this way, Derek. Lomans have, they won the Westmead title in 2017, right? But they played in the Leinster final against Moorfield and... They lost that, like, and they had that game all but wrapped up, right? They played in the 2018 league final against Kerry Castle. I think they lost after extra time. Now, Lomans have won five leagues in a row before that, like, so, they, you know, they played in the 2018 final against Munigar Shamrocks, and they lost that game, and they were heavy favourites that day, like, you know, so they lost their local rivals. So, the last three 
massive games like that they've lost. They didn't get to the league final this year. Like, so Gary Castle have won two leagues in a row. Like, so uh, Gary Castle have a real chance here. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And like I said, they've had a good yeah. year, Gary yeah. Castle. You know, they've been building the club back up a bit. I mean, they're kind of in uh, almost, not transition or anything, but they're, you know what I mean? There's obviously a bit of a rollover from yeah. those seriously good Gary Castle teams over oh, the past definitely. Well, I think that's kind of, the transition... Without being any disrespect, I just don't see a heap of great players coming through. That you could say they're in, like the Downs probably are in transition, maybe so. But like I think a lot of teams are not the only ones there. But I think Gary Castle, like even the most ardent of Gary Castle followers, will that will tell you that the Gary Castle team that were in the Ireland final Leinster champions was a lot better than this team. Oh, Do you know? Yeah, but like, yeah, but like, I think, but I now, think that's, that's yeah, but fair that's the, But I don't yeah. think they probably aren't going to get to that level again. Maybe not in the next in the foreseeable future. But they're definitely. While they're not, I wouldn't say they're in transition, but I'd say this this could nearly be this is this is the time to get like this this is the time for Gary Hassel and the players to come in. I think you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You know, um, they have some great leaders within that, yeah. that club as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, do, it, it'll be key. It's going to be very really, really interesting to watch a couple of individuals as well within yeah. this. I mean, you know, the the likes of Doran Hart, and, Desi Doran, and, and yeah, Desi, and then you have you know Ron O'Toole, yeah. and yeah. you know you. Have, Heslin, you know, it's yeah. going to be, it'll be a good day for, for a neutral observer mm-hmm. as well to go in and watch this because hopefully it'll it'll be a great display of, of, of football. Yeah, it's two teams that we probably expected to be in the final really, to be honest with you, like at the start of the year, I don't think it was any state secret that it was going to be between Shamrock Lomas and Gary Castle and to be fair, the Downs did push up to the death bracket as well, so so it, with those four teams, but like Gary Castle Lomas, they say, it's, they were bookmakers favourites and they had the semi-finals and their favourites in the final and I think that's, I think it's gonna be it's a tricky one to call. I have to say, like it's it's just Lomans like as I mentioned the three finals after losing, but they won everything before that. They couldn't they couldn't no one could beat Lomans. I think Sharon Mulligan and Shamrocks are the only team to beat St. Lomans in a knockout match since Gary Hass spent them in the two thousand nine final. Like, so that's ten years I don't think any team has beaten Lomans in a bigger game than other than Shamrocks. Yeah, that's that's yeah. serious, you know. Um It's a bit of a it's that a, being yeah. said, one off games. Who who knows, you know, and um, the two look everyone's going to, they're going to be primed for this now obviously the junior and intermediate championship is all wrapped up it's all all eyes are on the the senior football final and then the hurling after the week after but it's it's all the focus this week is going to be on talking about senior football senior football final and you know the players it's, it's going to be building up during the week and, and it'll be a good time for Lomans and Gary Castle supporters you yeah know, it's so. a great Great was even to experience last year being the lead up to the final. I know it was the all one in Garfield, so around one in Garfield, around that loan, I'd say there was not like the, the hype around that loan was in the Ross Common final with two had loan teams, you know, like, but yeah. like, yeah, but like this year, it's great. To, I suppose it's good to be split in the county with two two teams from each of both towns. It's probably a good sign that the game is good in, in the county, yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, and in fairness, you mentioned you know, Shamrocks and the Downs, and and you know, th- there's there's a lot more depth in in football definitely in Westmead than than hurling, you know. And in the senior football championship, actually in each tier of the championships, there's a good spread of teams who could uh, compete. Now these obviously they they are in my opinion the two best teams in in the county at the moment yeah. in Gary Castle and Lomond. So I think it's ended up kind of yeah. in one way it's kind of right that they get to meet in this yeah. um, uh, with the year the both of them have had. So. I still think that Lomans will 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 have enough on the day, and um, I think they have a more of a maybe more of a goal threat, um, yeah, and that they could really punish Gary Castle if they get the chance. But look at we'll see. Um, it's it's not going to be much in it either way. You're going to go for Lomans, there, are you? I think I will. Yeah. By much? Not by much. I think it'll be within the goal. Within so Lomans by one, two, or three points. Yeah. 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 No, I'm actually even just thinking there. I'm thinking just myself. They were going to be 
dethroned one of Gareth Chalmers' champions this weekend, maybe, but I actually think it's going to be prolonged a bit and there's going to be a replay. I think Chalmers will be, maybe still be champions for a few more weeks, but I'm going to go with the draw. I think that, that that's, it's one that I never predicted, but I think that it's a draw and if I was absolutely pushed to pick two winner, I'd say Lowman's by a point or two. If one side was going to come on top, I'm going to go for Lowman's, so, but I think the draw is actually, is actually a good, that's like, actually could be, up, yeah. could, could be a good yeah. bet because, um, not that we're promoting campaigns, yeah, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it is. There's not much between them, no, so it'd be a hot football in it. You know, there, yeah. there won't be much. I think that this Lomans team probably isn't as strong as the team that was in 2017, 2016, 2015, but it's still a very, very strong team in the hand. It's still definitely good enough to win a county championship. And this Gary Castle team, so both of them probably, probably aren't when they were they, like Gary Castle were Irish champions. Lomans were very, very close to being Irish champions, so they're probably not at that level. But they're not. They're not. They're. they're def- I'd say they're the two best teams in Westmead. They put out questions so at the moment. Yeah. yeah, they may may have come yeah. towards the pack a little bit, and yeah. with the rest of the teams in senior football. But yeah. then, the rest of the teams in senior football could say that they pro- might have improved a little as well. I mean, take the Downs for an example. You know. Yeah. Um, so I, I still think with with this this is set up for a lovely county final. Yeah. Um, two good teams, and uh, we'll see. Will it be Mullingar or Athlone uh, mm. getting the trophy, or will we will, will we be wait another week? Yeah. 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 There was also some hurling action at the weekend that we're going to bring to you. It's a joint show this weekend as the football takes the centre stage. But but um, Derry, Cullion 113, Raharney 112, Cullion intermediate champions, and they had a man down for the, most of the second half. They were a man down, so serious achievement to win that. Yeah, it's great for Cullion. You know, um, they did it the hard way. They came back well in the drawn game and the first day. Um, to even get the goal near the end and um, they'd be delighted to get over the line it's a great uh, great achievement obviously for for Cullion to win the Intermediate Championship it's exactly what they what they would have aimed for for the start of the year and yes, how many years yeah. you know and it's it's great to get the to, I mean the celebrations were, were were going on nicely last night anyway um, and look it's 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 a great achievement for the club and it was a very important for them to win because like the way the new structure is they were going to probably be they were going to be in senior B regardless so they might not have won that they might not have ever not everybody they would have won at some stage but it could have been a long time before they won another championship because they, they might not they, they're, they're good enough team they might not have got relegated they're from the senior B like so but they mightn't still get relegated you know I'd say they'll definitely stay up they could stay up for a few years like so I think Cullion it was an important one to win and I think that they did win it so fair play to Injected Mullen, serious manager. He's after adding that achievement to the title he won with St. Oliver Plunkett in 2016. Now, just more brief, and I was actually watching Raharney today in the Leinster Junior Camogie Championship. They did a 920 to 1 point victory over Camros there into a Leinster final against Kilcormac Kalahi. So, they'll be hoping to win that this year. They've lost the last two finals anyway. So, very, very disappointing for Raharney at those times. So, this time, hopefully, they'll, they'll get over the line. And then, just another thing, Dara, just Shane O'Brien, as we expected, has been ratified as Westmead hurling manager. Yeah, uh, a very welcome appointment. Yeah. And not from uh, mo- I, anyone I've spoken to has been very high in their praise of, of Shane and and what he's been um, doing in the last couple of years. So I think it's going to it'll be it'll be go- going well for the county. And um, he seems to be bringing a nice backroom team with him. And uh, I wish Shane all the best. He's got a very tough league campaign ahead of him, but. It's a it's a positive appointment, I think, and it'll go well with the players. Now that's all the hurling we have time for this week. Also, congratulations to Pamela Greville, who was nominated for the All Ireland Intermediate Player of the Year in Camogie. So next weekend, you know, we will bring you a roundup or a preview even of the of the senior hurling final between Castle and Gagan and Clonkill. Time for this week's home inside senior here. We are at Mead Football Show. Thanks very much to Gary Connaughton and to Dara Fallon for joining me this week. Best luck to both teams this weekend, and may the best team win. Because we're gonna be-